0: Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel.
1: Hello. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. Kids are asleep. The house is quiet. I have my drink and my snacks. I'm good. Oh, wow. So are you ready
0: for our very first podcast?
1: that's why i have the drink so yes i am ready
0: <laughs> okay so i mean i guess we'll explain this a little bit i'm michelle and you're i'm mel okay so we're sisters and we don't live in the same province anymore because you moved so i, I know where, I'm did back. You,
1: where did you move to <laughs> a little town called london ontario yeah the other london um, and I, li-
0: and I live in Montreal and basically we've both been GH, well you first, you're the one who actually introduced me to GH, but we've both been GH fans for a very long time. You ha- it has to be longer for you because I think when oh, I God. count backwards, it's 20 for me,
1: 20 years. Oh Isn't that's that so insane? insane? Oh my God, it's insane that we can say 20 years about it. A- yes, that's how in I time in life Because I still don't feel that I am worthy of that time frame. <laughs> Based I mean, I'm kind of, level, I'm, I'm proud. I'm
0: proud that only like a, you know, any other JH fan would sort of get that. Um, dude, I,
1: I think I will <laughs> need to pull out my calculator. Like, this is sad. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: I don't want to give it away too much, but it's just, I know, right? Um, okay, so stick-
1: was it like my friend from high school, my best friend from high school, who introduced yes. us to this? Okay, so you, it's probably been you. about, been probably about twenty-four years. That I've been you know, on and off relationship with GH. Because, I mean, I remember
0: you guys were watching it in high school. So basically, I would come home when I was still in elementary school and catch the last, like, 10 minutes that you guys would see. And you'd be really into it. You'd have your French fries. And then when I started high school, I'd be basically racing home with you guys to start watching it. And that's when I really started watching it. Um, was Basically, when I started high school, I just followed along with what
1: you guys were doing. Okay, so my then best friend is still friends with me now, <laughs> and we still talk about the french fries, like, and. We Seriously? Five minute fries. Yeah, yeah, we had the five minute fries and the barbecue sauce all over the french fries. And the reason she started watching it was because of a underwear model named Antonio Sabato Jr. Yes! There's I that remember, so that is why she was watching it, and that's how she um presented it to me and then I saw him (laughs) because I I remember
0: the coolest I remember I remember Ricky Martin
1: oh my god yes I I remember Ricky Martin and
0: Brenda and that they used to film in Puerto Rico I mean it's vague but I remember (laughs) I remember that I remember I think that's what I used to catch possibly before I started high school I think that's what I would catch you guys sort of seeing but yeah it's been a very very long time and i remember i converted mom because like our family they were the whole as the world i this is when i realized it was guiding light as
1: the world yeah turner, we watched young
0: and we the restless up in soap with. operas and too many because oh, there was as the world turns <laughs> young and the restless bold and the beautiful and so i remember guiding light guiding light guiding mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. was general hospital and over time we would constantly flip at commercial and then eventually, I completely converted her over to just General Hospital.
1: Oh, my gosh, because I used to do the same, too. When my friend wasn't with us, I would switch back and forth. The yeah, because I used
0: to watch her, I would
1: watch General Hospital. Yeah. And, and so... Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. And, I mean, I'm very thankful for the, the world we live in with DVRs, because I was not going to mess around with the video... VHS. <laughs> yes. oh God, I, 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 I wasn't going to do that. You know, like when you get a dog, you're in school, you watch it, you know, you watch your soaps in the summer. High school was great because you finished in time to watch it after school. But then depending on your, like, CEGEP, well, college, university schedule, it's it's iffy. But, but I would say by the time I got to university, I didn't even work. I think I, I recorded it at one point. So there's a, there's a bout where I wasn't really watching it consistently until... Until DVRs came into play,
1: that's true. Same here, because so I went off like it was on and off relationship, always a love affair. But you know, I just kind of hop in and hop off. But one of our aunts recorded it on a daily basis.
0: Yep, yep, yeah, she did. She she really did (laughs) on VHS. Yeah, I credit that to her being an adult, and I was just kind of like, I can't do this. Yeah. (laughs) And so you
1: watched it on and off, and you recently started On that off. So I took a year' height. Is when the whole Jason thing was happening. I was getting a little frustrated with all of it.
0: I can't. I can't. I, I'm not going to let you tell this, but I mean, for me, I'm just like, <laughs> how How could you stop watching? I'm just glad you're watching, and I'm glad we're doing this podcast know. because that is your massive incentive to stick with it, no matter
1: what. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like a prescribed thing that I must, yeah, do every day now, which is nice to have. But for a year, I think it's also like my kids are young. And I was tired and cranky, and the story just took so long to unfold that I was like, no, I've had enough. I'm so frustrated. This is supposed to be my relaxed time, my happy place, and I am no longer happy watching it on a day-to-day basis. So I I watched it, along along with a whole bunch of other things, but I was like, no, no more.
0: No, I still, like, seriously, even when I say, like, I watch nothing, I have no time, that (laughs) always always includes GH because it's seriously the one time I am not thinking like I mean now that we're doing this podcast and we're watching obviously in a different way because we're going to be talking about it well I mean it's it's sort of our, our regular conversations but I mean for the most part when I watch it I'm very much immersed in it I'm very much in the moment I'm not really you know foreseeing too much because like I'm, I'm there you know so I'm so I've I've always to me, that's, like, the one thing I've always, always watched. Even when I
1: say I'm watching nothing, that's what I'm watching. I know, which makes it a great reference for you. <laughs> I have popped back on board for, like, the past three months regularly. it's You know, Googling is all great and dandy, but it's really nice to have that. Like, you're like a library for me. Like, I can ask you a question. And you can pull up not only in your little memory database, an episode from, like, three weeks ago, but, like, from three years ago and connect the dots and all the stories as to why oh, yeah. as to the way it is. Oh, yeah, so Johnny, it,
0: my husband, loves so that ability of mine. He just pull <laughs> things back from
1: way far back. He loves it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and so, you know, is like with, with Instagram and all of that, so I follow all yeah. of uh, the actors that I like. So I almost feel like far more connected to them than I did before.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I I pretty much got Instagram, I think, because of you. And I mean, honestly, I couldn't care less what my friends are doing. I pretty much just want to know what all the (laughs) celebrities around are doing. Because it's like, I just, I don't, that's all I really, really, really want to do. And yeah, following my soap stars. I think you're the one who made me realize, oh my gosh, I could do that. And so that's really fun. You definitely feel more connected. And even more so recently with the Stone Cold and Jackal podcast starting. I feel like that, too, it's kind of cool. You get way more of an insight into them, acting, the soap world. So that's also been been fun, too.
1: It has been fun because you get a different perspective on certain characters. Like, like it or not, you, you're so immersed, like you said, in the character. Yeah. We know they're real people. We absolutely I know do. that. We are not that far gone. But hearing their journey to where they are or what it's like on a day-to-day basis just, like, brings this, human aspect to it and then yes. allows you to watch it with a different set of eyes.
0: And and I definitely wanna really underline and highlight that. We know that there <laughs> real people yeah, and we totally sympathize with the real people yeah. like Lulu, the girl who plays Lulu I follow her on Instagram she looks like an awesome cool person but I may not always like her character and I might be passionate <laughs> when I'm slamming certain characters but I do get that they're real people and that's very very different Absolutely. we know that.
1: We to base for the fact that yes we're long term fans and yes I've hopped on and off Yeah, and we did do like check one thing off our um lifeless by going to see them in Boston. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was a fan thing. So it was mostly J. H. cast So even though Steve Burton wasn't on anymore, he was there at the fan thing and he was there with this is so bad, but I I don't know his name. I know, but, I mean, but he's a character. Like, I think Josh. Josh sounds right. I think it might be a character name, but he was from Young and the Restless, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. And he was long time, like a long time, time character on Young and the Restless. Absolutely. He was there too. And it was for 2014,
1: <laughs> I think, I think. Was it? It yeah. was. Um, it was in and around that time frame because I was pregnant with my first babe and I was nauseous the whole car right there.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was getting married because when we took pictures with like Dante, I was like, you know, this would be a really good thank you for our <laughs> wedding because it looks, this looks nice together. Yeah, that was, uh, that was so, so fun. Yes. I remember I, It was amazing, like you said, a whole bucket list thing, but I was mute,
1: completely mute. Yeah, that was hilarious, like, even when we talk about it now, you get super awkward when you look at the pictures, you feel, like, giggle, and have, like, that face. It's I mean,
0: you see them every day on TV, and then you're there, in person. I'm like, there's nothing cool that could come out of my mouth at all, (laughs) and I'm so nervous, because I'm like, you're not people, like, this can't be, and yeah, I was... I was the complete I knew I would be that way you were just fine you were like a normal human saying hello when greeted <laughs> if you weren't there I would have just been a statue it would have been horrible if you weren't there
1: well I was like you know what these guys are you know they put their pants on one leg at a time I yeah hope. you
0: realize that there are people I, I have not gotten there and i was
1: still very much in awe like sometimes it's like almost fake it till you make it but at the same time i'm like oh we have so many connecting factors we've been longtime fans there are two canadians um we can, can you know we can connect the one's from hamilton and i'm from london so like there's yeah. tons to talk about but like this is so great you know we can say we a a trip to hamilton and i still exactly. like, hamilton i
0: can't i can't i can't <laughs>
1: No, honestly, like it was such, I am so glad we did it. It was not a cheap experience, but it was worth every single penny, and I'm so so glad we did that before. I want to, yes, exploded. before
0: yeah. our lives exploded with spouses and and children. But I I really really want to do, and I mean, I think we'll try to plan for this. Oh but I definitely God, yes, get I, some the the convention that they started, the Daytona. I definitely want
1: to go to there. That is on my list. <laughs> Cole and jackal like those two are like we have to do it
0: because they um i think you get to do a tour of the set and i yeah, saw the pictures cool. of people and i was like that looks so cool so yeah that's our next thing we did the boston thing and that was amazing missed out on the stone cold jackal show when they were just here it was honestly the worst listening to the podcast this week them talk like steve burton said he came into town like a day early no yeah and he was talking about mount royal and everything and i was just like
1: oh, God. You know, like, like so 10 cool. minutes from my
0: house uh, dinner, my child's second birthday
1: painful all that damn child <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so it was really really cool hearing that so like you were saying before it just feels like everything is uh closer it's weird, though. I mean, it's, it's a good thing, but it's just compared to before when it's just this TV show that you watch on a day-to-day basis, and now with social media and all these shows, it's, it's so different. It's so different being a fan now than before.
1: Absolutely. Like, it really takes... I mean, there's so many soap operas that, unfortunately, are off the air right now, and the fact that they've been on... Oh, my on God. So- I don't
0: know what I would do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Honestly. Like, it just brings it... It elevates what they do. They're yeah. incredible actors. The storylines in GH are, you know, they, they really catch you. Yes, some things take a little bit longer to develop than others, but I mean 50 years. That's insane. 55. Oh, 55. There you go. 55. And I feel like Sunny has been on for most of that time. <laughs> And still
0: yes, twenty five. Twenty five. Well it was this it was an anniversary. I, I I'm really not this annoying just pointing out these facts, but it's but I love <laughs> it. It's great. That's that's I think gonna be your role in <laughs> <laughs> i not try not to be to be that. So okay, so overall huge fans now, you know, started out in high school watching. Now we both have kids. So this is really it takes a lot for us to be able to even watch and even to have this conversation. It takes a lot of like hiding from our families to even be able to do this. Oh my God, yes. Like everyone is in a separate room. So, and hopefully nothing explodes, no children start crying because it's nighttime right now. So, yeah, uh, so even, even having have this conversation, out. yeah, yeah, it is it's hard to do. But we're doing it this week. There's only two episodes. So, which is kind of perfect for our first podcast we can kind of ease into it talking about these two episodes so what did you think of this week it was short but i feel like there was quite a bit massive cliffhanger for tuesday
1: oh my gosh major cliffhanger was not expecting that at all there was some really uh interesting lines in interaction so i'm gonna let you go first
0: i mean I I kind of enjoyed um <laughs> a Griffin sort of stepping up a little bit in his interactions with Ava. I just loved how he just really kept calling her on her crap. I thought that was so funny.
1: Um
0: like he finally wised up to her. I mean I, it's like there were times where I liked them together and other times where I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, this is just not going to work. She's, you know, and her constantly, you know, I, I agree with her because she kept trying to be something she just really wasn't. And it's true. I don't think he ever really accepted her for her. He always kept talking about her like some rehabilitated human being. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really love that little child who talked about the blanket yeah, it and they it got her true. in trouble. That was really hilarious. um But yeah, I, I thought that was really really funny. I enjoyed their interaction a lot, and I I just couldn't believe that she threw Julian under the bus. She just oh,
1: couldn't yes. stop lying. She just well, couldn't stop lying. Part. Like it just kept going on and on, and then she kept trying to explain. Okay, well, I did it because I wanted to protect you. But the thing is, a well, lie! I was like screaming at my TV. Me too. I was like, Ava, you put yourself in that situation first. If you had never taken that picture, she would have never found it, and she would have never started blackmailing you. So even though you felt that you were protecting him, you did it first. Like, it's going to be, you did it first. But I don't even,
0: like, even her taking the picture, I mean, in their conversation, he says, oh, you needed leverage. Honestly, I don't even know why she took it, because she didn't even know what it was. And taking a picture of those results, it doesn't really... I don't think it. She really understood how to use it, so I don't even know what she was doing there at all. I thought it was funny at one point and He was like, "I knew it. I knew that you, um, that Carly was referring to you." And it's like everyone knew she was referring For to Ava. You. She's you. Nell's only friend. <laughs> yeah, literally the only person that would have would have helped her with all of that.
1: One hundred percent, like.
0: <sighs> but uh, yeah, I mean, at least he's putting two and two together. But that was another thing, though. I'm just like, this relationship would have never worked. You can't. I mean, in their world, she has a friend of me. That's Carly. Yes, and he is friends with Carly. That in itself, I feel like can't work. Your girlfriend hates this person, and you're just like, she's great. <laughs> Your daughter calls her mommy. That <laughs>
1: can't, can't work. <laughs> that cannot work. He's so... <laughs> He's so like everything is well in the world that he forgets the reality, <sighs> and exactly that he puts a hat on her that doesn't exactly fit. Like he wants to see her in this beautiful way, in this like she can be a good person. She's done bad things, but the reality is she is a bad person. That is her character, and that's never going to change. She's going to want revenge. She's going to be mean, and she's going to slip. That's which just is who kind she of
0: is. fun. Which is kind of fun. And she just needs to go to go back to just being a bit more fun in that way. But I just couldn't believe that he threatened her.
1: Oh, my God. I was going to say exactly. To keep her in line. that! And I loved her line back. She's like, are you blackmailing me into morally upright behavior? That was exactly what she said. And I was like, oh, my God, that is a classic line. And I love it. I, I thought that was insane on his part. I mean,
0: obviously, he has more in common with Kiki but i've yet to see the chemistry like i see their friendship for sure and they have more in common and they would make a lot more sense but i don't know they haven't really done much to show uh, the chemistry there obviously behavior is only going to make them like bond more should kiki find out that her mother's the reason that he's not working
1: oh my gosh so true but he just has these puppy dog eyes that i can't really take seriously when he's trying to be like you know, like assertive or any of that stuff, or I don't see the magic. He's just like one look. Yeah,
0: I love Griffin. I really, really do. I do but I love it I when it he gets mad because it's like all he does is just talk louder. I find it really cute <laughs> and stomps around.
1: <laughs> it's adorable. It reminds me of, um, oh my God, what's her face? Who just screams all the time? That lives in the Quartermaid house. That's oh my God, mother- Olivia. The- Olivia, yes. She's just yes. like
0: one beat yes. to that drum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, in terms of all the yelling, I feel like the the therapy session, did you not want to pull your hair out watching that?
1: Okay, but that first of so all. That was so triggering. Th- it, it really was, but the fact that there was the guest star from Grey's Anatomy, um, I was like jaw on the floor. I was like, what is happening right now? This is going to be amazing. How is she going to fit into this whole soap opera acting situation when she's on Grey's there, Anatomy? It, it's they her second
0: out. appearance on G.H.
1: okay so for me see this is like brand new
0: (laughs) because while she was doing her OCD storyline in Grey's Anatomy she came on to GH as somebody with OCD but I was like it would have been really cool if she actually just played herself and now she's coming back as a family Family counselor
1: yeah I liked her as a family counselor. I thought she was really kind of an interesting. She was so calm.
0: Fit. I'm like, seriously, how are you not taking sides right now? Because this one is acting completely off the wall. And she's really putting words in everyone's mouth. And she's making it a hell of a lot more complicated than it needs to be. Like, it was just, it was. And she's a social worker. I was like, seriously, this woman is doing her job. Why are you attacking her for writing things down? She is supposed to.
1: Well, the funny thing is, it's like she. I just picture her as like uh the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's mom and she was like the same yeah there's that too there in here so like I take that character and I throw it on this character I'm like yep this makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah no it's true though it's sometimes it is hard because I'm like you're Fresh Prince's mom but yeah no I mean obviously she's doing a really good job because yeah I feel it adds layers to her because we see her in her regular life she's calm she gives stage
1: advice she's very oh, wise she's mike, but in how this how she takes care of mike when he when he had that yeah. like uh, bruise and how kind and and so like passionate towards or sympathetic towards the situation and just so like supportive and i was just like wow so that was my first scene of seeing her
0: that, yeah that's memorable just, that picked yeah.
1: out of my head and then there's like this side and I'm yeah like, it's Great. like a complete flip the switch when they're together, but I really loved it.
0: It was super, it was really, really intense. Um, um, I, I don't know. That. I don't know. I'm just like, I mean, Curtis is so patient, but I'm like, you got to set boundaries. Like, This is just ridiculous because like, I mean, you're just rehashing the same thing over and over. I mean, obviously they're all going, but it's just, To me, I was just, it was getting on my nerves because you're not, you're, not that she's not, yes, she's not trying. And then she's, you know, oh, I'm so sorry, Curtis, I'm trying. And she's being so reluctant. It's just like, stop your sob story. It's it's pick, pick, move on, move on, lady. But then, even though I say that because in that moment, I get so frustrated when I'm watching it. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, how would I feel if my nephew was dating his brother's wife who what? cheated on him his best friend and then he got killed and now she's with you I mean she would not be my favorite person but I don't know if I would go all out nuts like this I mean there is the reality that she's there was things that she didn't know right she's a decent person now she made up with her son everybody knows the truth so there's that and I mean she got mad at her for sending her son away and I was just like now you're just poking at everything that she's saying. But it's true, she's yeah, undercover, right. the logic was she's undercover, and she had to send her son far away, not just to a relative down the street, but seriously, far away, so he was disconnected from what she was doing to keep him safe, and that's the thing, she wanted to have a life and have a child. You felt that you couldn't have a life in order to raise children.
1: Absolutely, like, it was so, I mean, it was very impactful when she pointed out, like, you should be a And that's why you're acting the way you do. But, like, there are so many parts of that scene. Like, I could almost make the whole show about this. Because when she just sits and, like, tries to explain her whole life, like, yes, I did have an affair and I did do this. It's like, yeah, in real life, does this really happen? (laughs) Like, everything that she did and every where she is right now. And it was just I kind of giggled that when they were explaining the whole background story for everybody to understand as to why the aunt is so upset. That kind of made me chuckle. But when she just like straight up pointed out like this is why I think you're acting this way, and Curtis to his reaction was like, oh my, oh my god, god, that I can't was amazing. Went there. <laughs> it
0: was so <laughs> subtle, just his like movement yes. to that to that. I I really loved it. Like I mean, yes, it was really. I was getting upset because I was getting frustrated because yeah. no matter what Jordan or Curtis said, she just found a new way to attack them. So it was frustrating to watch, but it was it was so well done because it felt like a real a real therapy session. It was really insane. It was really insane. I liked it. I mean I don't I wonder how I don't know actually how many episodes she's doing. Okay. um as a therapist i don't um i don't even know i, w- I wonder if we're going to get more of those of those scenes i hope
1: there's there's at least one more just to yeah the of, like the fact that her life is on top and maybe we'll get to see her actually open up and be more human to the situation and acknowledge the fact that yes there is some sort of like displaced emotion due to the fact that she didn't pursue because remember like at some point she said she could have pursued that life or there was a love of her life Mm -hmm. and she didn't go down that path because she was helping her sister. Well, it's like, okay, maybe it's time to like make you a human and explain a little bit more and figure that part out of your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think, I think it would take a lot for her to admit that Jordan even has spoke some truth to her.
1: That's a good point. Like, I think it would almost have to be, I guess, like a separate by herself, maybe. But there, I think, like, there has to be some sort of like breakdown in order for that. Yes, to
0: there, have, there, there, to, there has to be interaction. And before I move on from this whole thing, what kept getting me on, on that those scenes was. The counselor is asking Jordan a direct question, and she's answering her, and she just jumps in and starts attacking Jordan. Just say it to my face. It's like you're in the same room. If, if you want to talk directly at her, talk directly at her. But the therapist is talking to her because you don't want to have anything to do with anybody.
1: Oh my god, I almost put out my beer there.
0: <laughs> oh my, oh my god, you're so nuts. You're so nuts. Anyways, yeah, I, I, we can go on and on about that one, but but like my favorite more like calm I mean (laughs) we're sisters doing this so I guess my favorite calm scene for the week was Christina and Sam just catching up and giving me hope because we were talking about this I I I want Christina to stay in the show she never stays for these long stints so I have hope that she actually (laughs) might be given their conversation
1: me too like I, and it's funny because the same thing i watch that scene and i watch their interactions and i was like oh how lovely is this and i this is probably an old set but i was like oh look at the set and they're sitting and having coffee no huh? it's new
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's no it's this new secret coffee shop that people go to and they don't go to any of the other places when they don't want anyone else to know where they are no. <laughs> they go to this one table it's a coffee shop with one table
1: well, that is quite the coffee shop. Um, yeah. If I was a super stalker fan, I would really want to know where it is um, with no grasp on reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the scene and same thing. Like when I was watching it and her saying, like, you know, I'll, I'll go with you or I'll fly with yeah. you uh, to come back. I thought, one, how lovely to I love. We talked about um, or we do talk about the connection they have with that family and that never wavers uh, despite what happens despite all the different fathers and all the different situations yeah um, that family really sticks together and supports each other and i do hope that they give christina some sort of strong uh female storyline that fits very much with her character because she does have um, a lot of her father's you know kind yeah. of like way being. and it would be really interesting to see how some storylines will play out with her there on a more long-term basis
0: Seriously, I would have loved to have known how the Nell storyline would have played out with Christina in the mix. Because crazy knows crazy, and she would have seen that. And I would have loved to see, because, like, I mean, these are her brothers, so she would have been, I think, harder on her. Jocelyn was way less critical, I mean, for her own reasons, but I think overall Jocelyn would be
1: less critical of any girlfriend, even if they didn't give her a body part. That's what I think. <laughs> yes, like I just, yeah, like like you said, like she has like a little, she has that instinct, Christina, and she has the ability to kind of go full throttle. And maybe that's why she wasn't part of it. Like we don't know what side project she had, but I think she would have really stole the thunder from Nell's story and her character because Nell played a good role, and and she's a great actress, and she did amazing with um, everything oh, she did. No, she played crazy, like, stole the show one hundred percent. Yeah, she she played
0: crazy really well, but I would have loved to seen them go head to head. I mean, it was, I would have to say my all time favorite scene, like the most satisfying, satisfying, I think, close to a storyline was this one and having Carly go in like head-to-head head with her in that oh, interrogation room when yeah. she was like i went after my mother's husband and i got him fair and square i didn't have to drag him i was like oh my god this is amazing this is i know amazing. that was I,
1: yeah <laughs> i was just, like just giggling just... to myself like go carly go <laughs>
0: That was amazing because, like, I mean, you have these huge storylines that build up and build up, and sometimes they don't always come to a close in the most satisfying way. And this one was very relational. It was so many relationships involved, and it was amazing to see her get to tell her off in the way that she would want to because, okay, fine, I'm a little bit bitter, but the whole storyline with Elizabeth when she knew that John Doe was actually Jason, when that storyline finally blew up, i don't know oh, was i was so like god i mean i think that i mean i think elizabeth the person character i feel like online that was really rough on her mm. again some people don't know the difference between you know this is a soap <laughs> opera <laughs> and real life but i mean you know? yes she played a character that for sure what her character did would like she said it herself It's going to make me a pariah in the town. And she was. But, like, most pariahs, you have to be one for a bit. Like, you have to have people actually hate you. And then you just sort of redeem yourself. And it's just, like, what bugs me about that one, I know this is, like, a long time ago, when Robin comes back, it's like she literally left her entire family, left her husband, left her child, to save who she thought was Jason Morgan. She goes back to town to find out that her friend sort of got all cray cray and hid him all to herself because she could never get him otherwise i know how sad and robin's like what else <laughs> she's like are you serious i felt like even there robin should have had more to say to her
1: that's a good that's very true that should have been a little bit more like that whole and maybe that's when i started to get like that whole thing to me was just like and it was so lackluster when it actually all came out it just kind yeah. of, it didn't have like this big impactful oh my god moment after like years a year or year and a half yeah waiting for all of this to come out you're just like you're kidding me right like this is it this is I've seen so many storylines unfold and this is how you're gonna let this kind of come to be (laughs) yeah I know so
0: I feel that the close of the no storyline for me that made it up to me GH painted up to me with that storyline. But I'm still super resentful for how it ended with the whole Elizabeth hiding Jason storyline. That was just, that was insane. That was very insane. So another kind of, like, tame, tame, tame for now, Drew and the DA, what do you think about their interaction? What on earth? She obviously, I'm sorry, she obviously knows that flash drive is not the one, because... As usual in a sub opera you go and to talk to yourself and go find the we're thing that you're hiding and rub it up in your we're hands and then put it back. So you. Well, the that's true what true she did. She saw this vault so you know it's there you obviously put it there and make sure it's there you know that the, the flash drive there has nothing to do with him and then you lie about it it's it's kind of like they're really reaching to be like okay we need things for them to yeah. say to each other and as usual, because like, like I said when I'm watching it I'm in the moment and even though I know it's a soap opera and when someone sort of states the obvious like states the truth like hey could this be my memory you talk about it an awful lot <laughs> nah it's like I, I mean obviously it's one of those but I was like maybe no (laughs) disappointed yeah it was just like yes that's exactly it and then they kind of rip it away which you know it's it's inevitable but i don't know i don't know that storyline the whole interaction was so like weird and not because it it was bad but i mean like they're awkward and i think it's meant to be that way but it's just their relationship is so strained i I don't even know how they're kissing i don't even know i don't even know know.
1: well, the fact that she kissed him again when he was leaving the hotel room at like she is so desperate at this point in time to keep him hanging on for whatever reason with her sick obsession with him and the USB that she kisses him again. She's like, Oh, is it okay if I kiss you again? It's like this is so weird. I it makes no sense
0: i have to admit i was laughing because when she she kisses him right before she she leaves would not stop touching his abs (laughs) i was like oh yeah oh i mean i i I get (laughs) it take advantage for sure but i was just, (laughs) i thought that was so funny i'm gonna rewound that i'm like are you what are you doing there it was funny it was i i found that funny but i was just like (laughs) okay so this is kind of like it for me so there's some storylines where you're like hurry up and i think for me it's because I don't know, maybe you're a bit more interested in certain characters than others, but this one, the flash drive, I'm like, meh, okay, let it keep going, I guess, you know, because Drew's Drew, he made his own character,
1: exactly.
0: and I think it'll be cool if he gets to find out who he is, or if he gets his memory back, but I feel like, in this instance, the fact that it's dragging on, I'm not terribly concerned, because I feel like the flash drive doesn't really make a difference at this point in the story, he has a son, then he discovered Oscar. So, I don't know. It's all good. I'm cool with
1: this one being dragged like out a little bit. It's like, it's it's yeah. definitely not a priority story. It's like definitely a backstory. Same with me. Like, he has developed his whole, his own little life. He's working on his relationship with his son. Like, there's nothing. He doesn't portray his life like oh my god there's all these things missing yeah and when he gets his memories back it's going to be like a bonus it's going to be great and it's going to be a catalyst for so many other stories for him to stay on but for mm-hmm. right now like he's not like crying about his lost life and doesn't know what to do with himself like he is living his life he And is, Jason, with like, something no
0: exactly and well his brother's money and all that but jason reassured <laughs> me as he was reassuring carly that no they can't get at him through the flash drive or whatever the memories they have diane so i'm like okay so i don't think you because at one point i was all like no she's gonna use the baby his memories are like bullet points on the flash drive oh God, you body buried here body buried <laughs> there but yeah so so i mean i don't really think she could do much with it so i don't know all i know is that it's gonna blow up in her face because he finds out she was hiding it from him
1: oh yes and that is hopefully they will make it a very juicy scene. To make a close to all these awkward kisses
0: yeah maybe, and so what are you thinking about um, see this is the kind of storyline where you' like <sighs> you feel bad about the I know baby you're going switch. with <laughs> you know <laughs> that, and johnny's like is it over did, did Michael know it's his baby I'm like, are you insane this is a baby switch in a soap opera no, it's going to you know, go on. Like,
1: on but like I can't handle it see these are one of the things that like I just can't handle let it be because it's Brad let it be because it's Michael and I feel for him and I mean I know we listened to the interview on Stone Cold and Jackal where he said he did not want to be acting with a baby I know so that's funny that's
0: what keeps me going because I'm like okay, well at least that but I feel horrible like it's completely insane like there's no way their marriage is going to survive this because remember there was a scene where like a bit ago where Sam They were at the crib and she was asking him something about his marriage. Like, are you guys okay? Because Brad was acting weird and ran off because basically his baby died and he switched it. That would traumatize us about anything. I don't even know how these people drive around or do anything or function in life with the amount of stuff that they deal with. And so he made a point of talking about their marriage. Like the fact that he's done shady things and he's past that. There's just no way their marriage is going to survive this.
1: No, there's no way. And I feel like Brad, like, and then where does that leave Brad? Because Brad is, like, this neurotic kind of person. He kind of gets dragged into doing all these bad things. Is he to the mm-hmm. point, like, he's not an Ava. He's not a no. funny. He's not that person that can stand up on his own and have these evil things. So it's long like as they can just, like, make him into a bad guy later. He's kind of that guy no, he's who falls not a bad guy. into that. With it.
0: Yeah, he is. And, I mean, it just, like, I, I want them to stay. Like, I'm annoyed because – brad could have had more of a storyline there there was one time where they were going to explore his past, where him and lucas couldn't get married because it turns out brad is also from a mob family and he had married somebody and there was like a reason why and then they just completely they killed him. with that storyline it was alexis was like got your divorce and i'm like really you made it seem like there was a reason that he couldn't get divorced because he was married to this nurse at gh she had slept with michael she was acting like a spy but anyways so, yeah, I'm I'm kind of annoyed with that. But I just hope that, like, when the storyline ends, it doesn't really... I mean, I hope it doesn't mean an end to,
1: to br- them, to Brad, really. Because I'm happy
0: think. that they're back.
1: But see, the thing is, like, so many couples, like, even Julian and... Why am I forgetting her name right now? It's totally escaping me.
0: Nero or Alexis?
1: Alexis. Um, Alexis. You know, like, they even still have a chemistry. And look at all the things that he did. So nobody should say that brad and lucas are like over over they're kind of just might be over for a little while until he they have chemistry
0: alex and julian kiki and griffin they're not there yet
1: no really not good point
0: at all but yeah so lucas and brad i'm just i don't know not much to say i mean i think we know that they will probably keep the baby and then because that's the thing I thought it would come out because the mom would want him back. So it would mean like, Me okay, this is short lived. It's a short lived baby swap. But if it's not that it's always usually like a medical thing mm-hmm. that ends up happening. I don't know. I don't know. But well now,
1: okay. So now there's like, I don't know. It doesn't affect it. Anyways, I'll let you continue. I had a thought there, but I don't think it will specifically apply to the story. And I may just hold on on that conspiracy theory till a little later on.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I just think it's gonna be hilarious as they start to see the baby look more and more like Michael. It'd be funny if they're exactly. like, "This baby looks like now."
1: Well, Mike said, but Mike said when they yeah. were at the baby shower, he specifically pointed out, like, "Oh my gosh, Michael, this baby looks so much like you," and it was like, "Ah, you're crazy." Yeah, it's I hate like, when they no,
0: do the
1: that dance, dance people that are shower. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad that that whole thing. Um, so. The Kevin storyline. So this is the one we were talking about where I was like, so Johnny was right about the but Kevin I'm so switch.
1: Confused. But That scene is so confusing. Was it a flashback or like a now scene? The one where they are in the so insane asylum? Yes.
0: That's now. So that's the thing. So as soon as we knew that there was this mystery person, I thought it was... Morgan. For a split second, they're gonna bring somebody to to do to play him, and then Johnny just like walks by the TV and he's like, "Okay, it's probably Kevin." I'm like, "What?" And all he knows about Kevin is just what I've told him. Like, he doesn't watch it. Yeah, well, I mean, he's watched it in the past, so I'm like, "No, what are you talking about?" And I'm like, "His brother is dead," and he's totally right. Obviously, he we kept watching. It's it's Kevin, so I don't even know what to think because he kept his brother captive.
1: I know. And I'm like, okay, but he's supposed to be the good brother.
0: And I'm
1: right. captive for all these years because he wants to, quote, unquote, help him. Like, I am so very not sure how to feel about this I know. Oh, because man. I like Kevin. Exactly. And he is that, like, lovable, likable, has helped people throughout the years. And when they did some of those flashback scenes, like, super cute, super handsome. And some of those flashback scenes were, like, crazy scary and good for him for being a good actor
0: yeah they were and I was so thankful for the recap because I didn't see those and I really didn't feel like reading about like googling it so I was I really appreciated the the recap I thought it was so cool when they get to do that that's what I love about a soap opera is that if the person has been in it that long we actually get to go back to the original and see it firsthand um but yeah I really don't know what to think because obviously the the bad brother is going to come out and and right now Felicia is kind of Primed a little bit. She's already thinking uh, about the whole trauma. Uh, so I mean, oh no, I don't know. I just had a thought because I, in my
1: mind, I'm seeing the scene where he stole Georgie. I really hope he doesn't touch his oh baby. God. You know what? That is definitely some serious foreshadowing, and it's awesome that you brought that up because exactly that. The three of them were standing in the park. She's pushing the stroller. She went for a stroller. Did she go like alone at some point? She's like, yeah. Oh, she went to go see, see the house. ducks. Yeah. She went to go see the ducks, and then they flash to the scene where he, like, hits Kevin, or there's, like, a fight scene, and then you know something's going to happen. So she's still, quote-unquote, on this walk, and we know that time and space doesn't matter in Port Charles. So that is maybe something that might happen. Poor Maxie and that baby. They've been through enough. I agree, but the thing is, like, a character, like – Maxie or like a michael sometimes they just pick characters and load them up (gasps) you just said Maxie and michael oh my oh my god do you remember do you remember the
0: lamaze (laughs) well because in the lamaze class he was helping her at one point
1: no i don't remember that at all yeah
0: and i was like oh that's interesting i would have never in a bajillion years seen that but he's cuckoo like her mom and he's all (laughs) like jason so having them together but that would be weird, because he's friends with Spinelli.
1: That would be odd. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be really weird.
0: That would be really odd. Okay, so I guess we're going to have to wait and see what happens with Kevin. It's going to be, it looks like a dark storyline. Kind of cool, though, to have a dark, psychotic, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like a dark, psychotic <laughs> storyline, because, you know, sometimes they're really extreme, it's like, especially with Dr. Obritt, like, the things that she does. That's true, to these, yes. Or the Cassidines with the weird science. So it's when you have a storyline like this that is more, I can't believe I'm saying this, but a bit more realistic, like having this psycho killer sometimes, that's kind of interesting, too, and fun
1: fun to have.
0: And it is scary.
1: It is. It, it's kind of scary. Like, he, he does that whole creepy thing far too really well. well. Really and well, really well. And that murder scene, like, from that thing, uh that the flashback really freaked me out see that's scary
0: but then pan to nina hugging valentine and he makes that evil look after she finds that her mom's dead and my reaction is did that man just kill her mother are you serious
1: i was thinking that too i'm like oh my god did he seriously do that See, when it comes to valentine you're like not
0: again it's just he's that guy he does these crazy things and there's moments where i'm like oh, my gosh, Nina, like, he's lying to you. Like, you don't know this, and I don't like that he makes her out to be a fool by hiding these things. But on the other hand, I'm like, they're so good together. And he, I don't know, he's just so smooth that, like, you've kind of, you're you just like, oh, oh, whatever. It's just Valentine <laughs> Killed your mom. It's, it's fine. True, though. I, do,
1: I do like it's fine. them together. Like, I, I know it's... I feel like they're going to end up back together in some yeah, fashion. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe not, like... Well, the daughter
0: will do it, I think. If he finds the daughter, I think that will do it.
1: I think so, too. But I think, like we discussed, she really turned her life around. She has made this wonderful life for herself, and they just match really well, and there's chemistry, and even though he did some really crazy stuff, (laughs) um, maybe she can get over it and they can get back together. People have done worse than soap operas.
0: (laughs) i know i th- i 100 I percent think that they're gonna get back together i think it's just gonna be one of those we'll just get married a ton of times or almost get divorced a ton of times i yeah I
1: so agree. are you ready for the cliffhanger okay not yet though because i feel okay. like we need to give a nod to to one more what, little what, which situation. one sunning his dad yeah yeah we do he, they're
0: they're just so good like I love like I said I've told you this I love I mean it's a huge huge switch from the whole mob stuff coming from Sunny to then watch him do like day-to-day things it's so so cool it's so cool to watch um it was just I felt so bad for him when he set off the alarm it was super funny to watch Sonny be authentic and you're like oh my god he took a nap like that you could see that, <laughs> that this is happening it's so powerful but, but it's so like the mundane things that is just so cool because you don't see that. You know, there's always something dramatic happening. And even when it's slow, it's still, you know, dramatic stuff that they might be talking about. But just to watch the scenes with this dad, I find it so much more real life. And it's, it's really, really amazing to see. And it's just such a cool storyline. I really like that one.
1: And that's a good point. Like, you touched on that with, weirdly enough, the psychopath. But I understand what you mean. Like, there's all this drama. And it's part of the reason why I watch the soap opera. It's yeah. so unrealistic. And it's so far-fetched and you get so lost in it but then these real moments that they've interjected throughout these storylines like really humanizes the characters and and it's so relatable and and exactly that scene that you're talking about like when the alarm got turned off and like the look in Mike's eye like he is such an amazing actor like I can't get over it like I am just in awe of him and then Carly's reaction seems so genuine like I think like I know that in real life on instagram like she goes and visits her family quite a bit and i think there may be some health issues with her parents because they're older and i don't know if that played into anything of this scene but when she put her arm around him and like she was tearing up it just felt so real and in the moment and just like i just want to cry
0: she even does alzheimer talks too i think she did one like Ah. one of the events i think she did one like that um but, yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good storyline. Exactly that. It's it's just very emotional and touching. That's one of Johnny's favorites. He obviously watches it in the background when I'm watching. Um, <laughs> but that's one that makes him tear up, even if he only catches a glimpse of it. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he might have to get his permission. We'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, okay. So the thing about the cliffhanger is that I'm getting scared because I rewatched it. Knowing what the cliffhanger was. I rewatched Tuesday's episode because it was on while the kids were around. So I was distracted. So I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like upon, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but upon rewatching it, the scene with Oscar and his mom was
1: like a little extra. <gasps> there was like yes. music. Oh my God. Yes. And then too, I was like, huh, this is like different. Okay. And she's like, oh, it's such a good kid. I love him." And I'm like, oh my God. Okay.
0: I I don't I really I can't even I can't even talk about it like I can't even talk about it because even I'm like there.
1: oh my god
0: I'm oh my god I'm getting just, sad now Stop. I know I know I'm really hoping it's just like okay it's just a thing happening and that's it because I was just like what's happening here because the reference of let's say Jason being his uncle I know what's happened. Let's say when he's talked to Jocelyn and he realized who he's related to. She's like, "Oh my gosh, like he's your uncle." Blah blah blah. But I don't even know if they've ever really had an interaction. Them two together, and then they were left alone together. I don't know. It was also different.
1: It was different. And like, okay, so I'm gonna let you finish up, and then I'll give you my take on what I before you even said all this and I don't even wanna say point. anything
0: more. I'm I'm a little okay. scared, so I'm gonna let you
1: do this yeah. one. Okay, so my take was entirely different. Like I did think the scene with him and his mom was a little extra, but I kind of just like tossed it aside. And then the scene with him and Jason, I was like, oh, how interesting. Like the dots slowly connected that yes, it is his uncle, but how similar Like, you could pick similarities. Like, he's obviously far more emotional, Oscar. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he is, like, the stable, stoic, and there for you, no matter what, you're going to be a little crazy. Yes. So, I more saw it as her Jason and how Jason, you know, Jason did have his car accident, and he had had a number (gasps) of brain injuries. So, I just thought it more like a connection to the Jason character and that history, And to kind of put that in perspective as to who he is in Jocelyn's life and how she will then feel for him. Do you think something about his personality would change? I think that the impact of who he is and what he can be in her life will stand out. I don't necessarily think it's gonna have personality changes, but I think that she's gonna start realizing. Um, the significance of who he is, how important he is, and no matter if they're boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it may be, that he's going to be a staple in her life because their love runs deeper.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, 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 I see. Totally. Just the 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 bond that Carly has with Jason, they're establishing. I really, really hope that's it. I really, really do hope that's it because Please when I read. I, re- I didn't, honestly. Like when I was watching it the first time, I was like, Wow, Carly has a crap ton of albums for one dance because <laughs> I was like, and I'm like she printed a lot of pictures, and you know at the end it was a cliffhanger, but I was like, oh, okay, well you know maybe having a seizure and okay, and you know Jason will take him, and but I really did not think too much of it. It was that I just replayed it, and when it started and I was rewatching the scene with his mom, I started to get a little bit worried.
1: And I haven't read anything online. Mind you, I haven't been I'm not gonna. A crazy week that, you know, I just wanted to, I didn't check and see if like contracts are renewed or any other opportunities have come his way. <laughs> Cause like my, like my mind wasn't even there. You know? Yeah. I, I,
0: I want him to stay. I really, they're so cute. They're adorable. Those two. Yeah. Anyway. So on a scared note, that's pretty much it for me this week.
1: Me too. Even though it was just two episodes, we had a whole lot to cover. I know, and... I know, I know. <laughs> but that's a good thing, you know, like we're, we're getting our practice, we're getting all this in and, uh, you know, just preparing for next week.
0: Yeah. Okay. So to everybody, that one person listening. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, so I'll talk with you next week.
1: Yeah, hopefully both of our all of our children sleep through the night and we can be human beings tomorrow. Oh my
0: gosh. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. All right, lady. Okay, bye, talk soon. Bye. Bye.